This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 12th of November in your Squiz today, a US-China partnership, checking in on unemployment figures, the high price of movie props, and smashed spuds. This is your Squiz today. In surprising news to come out of COP26, China and the US have agreed to work together to slow the rate of global warming during this decade. The two superpowers are rivals in global politics, power and influence, but one thing they do have in common is that they are the two biggest emitters of greenhouse gases in the world, so that is something. But they reckon that they can work together on this one, Claire. They do, and they have worked together in the past, in the lead up to the 2015 Paris conference. They did come together and they did some good things to get that, uh, what was a very, very big deal done. But looking at things this time around, there's no deadlines or specific commitments to further emissions reductions in this partnership. But what they do say is that they will focus on things like boosting clean energy uh, and combating deforestation and curbing emissions of methane. It's been a long time in the works, over 30 meetings in the past year to get to this point, to taking joint action on climate change. As I said, working together on this issue really is quite something. The America versus China narrative is pretty strong. We talk about it a lot. Just in the last few years, tensions have risen, especially in security matters and trade. And that's a theme President Xi Jinping picked up on yesterday. He addressed a meeting of APEC and said that the Asia-Pacific region cannot and should not relapse into the confrontation and division of the Cold War era. That really is a shot across the bow of the United States and others like Australia who have sought to blunt China's growing influence. Uh, On the other side of things, last night, White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told a lowy forum in Australia that the United States is a resident power in the Indo-Pacific and that it's not going anywhere. So while they might be working together on climate change, there (laughs) really still is that tussle. Uh, Some of those things will no doubt be discussed when Xi and US President Joe Biden meet virtually early next week. It's a rare meeting. They'll also come across each other at today's virtual APEC Leaders Summit. COP26 finishes up today. So if you've got a summit-sized hole in your life, there's this (laughs) APEC Leaders Conference coming through for you today and tomorrow. That's the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation. On the agenda there, the region's economic recovery from COVID. Back home now and stats from the Australian Bureau of Statistics that were released yesterday say that unemployment hit a six-month high in October. Things, though, should be turning around again soon now that lockdowns in Victoria and New South Wales have lifted. Yeah, I know we're all in a bit of a time warp at the moment with Mm. COVID and lockdowns and that whole period. But if you cast your mind back to September, unemployment was down to 4.6%. That was a bit unusual, of course, because of the lockdowns in Melbourne and in Sydney and in all sorts of other regions. Uh, But in October, what the stats say is that unemployment rose to 5%. There's so much stuff happening in the economy and all sorts of pull and push factors. Uh, What the experts say is they expect that unemployment this month will be lowered quite significantly as people start to get back into work as those lockdowns lift. So things are bouncing around a lot. 
We'll wait and see what next month's numbers say, but perhaps a sign on the way that we're putting COVID behind us. In business news now, aviation giant Boeing has accepted liability for the deaths of 157 people after the crash of a 737 MAX plane operated by Ethiopian Airlines back in 2019. That crash was the second fatal 737 crash in a five-month period and led to the grounding of all 737s around the world for 20 months. The admission of liability here is a pretty big deal, Claire. Yeah, it really is. And it's been a big deal, of course, for the victims of those families. But it's been a really big deal for Boeing as well. Uh, When you look at their share price, it really did fall off a cliff with those disasters and the discoveries that those planes had some really significant problems. Uh, It's a company that is very, very large. It's a $129 billion company. And of course, it was worth a whole lot more before all of this happened. But what this case will see is potentially the victims of the other crash, the two 2018 Lion Air crash be able to pursue Boeing through the US legal system and that will be a win for those victims' families. At the time of the crashes, the 737 MAX was Boeing's best-selling plane. They are back in the skies now. Significant changes have been made to their systems. In sports news now, Australia is through to the T20 World Cup final after beating Pakistan by five wickets with only six balls remaining. Pretty nail-biting stuff, Claire. It really was. And, of course, Australia wasn't fancied to win. Uh, Pakistan had really been on a roll, so an incredible result for the Aussies. Uh, Aussie batsman Matthew Wade, he saved the day. He hit three sixes in a row to win the game. He made 41 not out from seven. 17 balls, so an incredible effort. Mm. Uh, we take on New Zealand, who are surprise finalists as well. They beat England yesterday. Uh, good luck getting up at 1am on Monday <laughs> morning to watch this final. Cricket fans will be there, I'm sure. The Socceroos drew nil all with Saudi Arabia in last night's World Cup qualifier. They'll take on China next Tuesday. For all things sport, of course, check out our Sport Today podcast. It's a 10-minute wrap of sports news bit of pub trivia thrown in. I know I have been spewing out the sports facts since I've started listening to it, (laughs) impressing my brothers, my husband, everyone. Search for Sport Today in your podcasting app. Long-time Squiz listeners will know that along with anything to do with potatoes, another big favourite around here are the random and wild things that come up for auction. I don't know how you find these stories, Claire, but I love them. (laughs) If you've ever wondered what the battered volleyball Wilson from Tom Hanks' Castaway movie is worth, well, it's worth a lot. A lot, $420,000, despite all the wear and tear. Of course, Wilson, (laughs) even in the auction sheet, is described as heavily distressed. (laughs) Emotionally and physically, probably. And that he has paint applied to create a worn and dirty appearance. Wilson, of course, is an iconic uh, character in that movie, I guess. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, an incredible result for the owner. The item that actually got the most at that auction was Michael J. Fox's hoverboard from Back to the Future 2. Yeah, that fetched $550,000. If you're a movie buff, it's well worth a look. Over a thousand film props went to auction. They've all been sold now, but still pretty fascinating to take a look at all the random stuff there. I'll pop a link to that one in your episode notes. 
I've already highlighted our love of potatoes, so it's fitting then that this week's recipe recommendation is smashed potatoes by another Squiz favourite, Jill Duplay. I've always loved Jill's stuff, and I was delighted to see this recipe and find out actually she's the creator of smashed potatoes, which explains so much to me about why I like her stuff. <laughs> so the affinity there. <laughs> she made smashed potatoes something in the 90s, and they're set for a bit of a revival. Uh, when I saw this recipe, it's like, oh, I haven't done them for so mm. long and they're so good and this is a fresh recipe with a bit of a herby take on them. So I'm up for it. They're like fancy roast potatoes. The potatoes get smashed before you roast them. So there's extra loads of good crispy bits. I know I'm bookmarking it for Christmas lunch. Mm. Also in Friday Lights this week, a beautiful long read article about world-renowned pianist Joa Carlos Martins, who was able to play again after 20 years thanks to an engineer that made him some bionic gloves. The clip of him playing piano did the rounds a few months ago, but this article on his life is really beautifully written and quite the story. Both of these things are in Friday Lights in the Squiz Today newsletter, but I'll pop a link to them in your episode notes as well. Okay, Claire, Squiz the day or the weekend, what have you got? It's Bert Newton's uh, state funeral today that is in Melbourne. It will be televised uh, at 10 o'clock this morning. It'll be very interesting to see who is able to make it there to Melbourne Mm. to pay tribute to that icon of Australian TV. Yeah, it should be quite the event. For me, it's World Kindness Day on Saturday. A little extra kindness goes a long way, my mum says. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind over the weekend. Is that a cry for help, Larissa? Do you need a hug? Are you okay? No, I'm okay. You can Good, good. You can shout me a coffee today, though, if you like. <laughs> Always happy to do that. <laughs> You're very kind, Claire. That's all from us today. Have a good weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.